So take a listen and enjoy. Hey everybody, Whitney here with a Divine Feminine solo episode, recording this on a lovely Sunday evening. I spent the day cleaning and sweeping out and vacuuming my beautiful home because the full moon in Virgo peaked yesterday, yet that energy (laughs) sticks around. And I always forget that full moons are so much about like sweeping, sweeping away the old, the dust, the buildup, the things, the energy that's kind of hanging around from the past cycle that we're ready to get out. I always find myself sweeping. Does anyone else sweep on the full moon? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a witchy thing, right? Maybe I'm just tapping into my my witchiness. Yet I always just have this desire to like clean house and get the old out, get the dust out. I also am very bothered by dust. It's also a Virgo trait. I am a Virgo son, and it bothers me so much that dust just and dirt can just get in the house so easily. <laughs> Sorry. Just a little fun fact about me. So everybody, hello. How was this full moon for you? How are you feeling? We are now almost into the third month of 2024. This last one was a bit of a doozy. It's been a whirlwind of a couple weeks. It's been... An interesting time, yet I'm still standing, I'm still here, I'm here for it. (laughs) And I wanted to take this opportunity to talk a little bit about being okay with our shadow sides, with the part of ourselves that we may not find so desirable, that we may be worried that other people don't care for, because everybody has that. Everybody has the parts of themselves that are their challenges that are the things that they are working through that's helping them see and understand what they're not so they can move into who they are. That's my thought at least. And I offer this because I was having a moment 
where I was having a bit of a cognitive attack, I call them, when I'm kind of ruminating, going in circles about a certain part of my story, my history, which also I should probably touch on this episode about releasing our personal stories and how powerful that is. Obviously, I'm a therapist, so I believe in speaking your truth, yet the challenge is that when we identify too much with our story, which is our truth, and it's important to speak it and let it out into the light to be seen, not to be covered and hidden away, it's important to set the truth free, let it be free so that we can be set free by it. However, when we keep going back to the story we tell ourselves, this is what happened to me. This is who I am. This is how people treated me. We keep ourselves. Our brain can't distinguish between a memory and the present moment. So that's why our bodies will react and respond to thoughts as if they're actually happening often because it will believe what we're mentally experiencing. And if we're mentally experiencing that, oh, this, I knew that they were going to respond this way. I knew these people felt this way about me. Our body's going to respond that way. And then we get into that energy. So our emotional body is there. So at a certain point, we have to make a choice if we want to keep replaying these stories and telling ourselves that because I'm this way, these people feel this way about me, which brings me to this sort of focus about really embracing what it is to unconditionally love yourself. Again, it's like the analogy I often use that if you have a new pet puppy and you adore it, but it has a problem and it keeps pooping and peeing all over your favorite rug in your house. You're not going to love that about them, but you're not also going to hate them for it. And I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, but when I was growing up, I somehow got the idea that when you did something that people didn't like, that they didn't like you. And it's akin to the, the difference between doing something bad and being someone bad. And I don't even like the word bad. So it's like doing something that might be hurtful or unkind to somebody versus being somebody who is hurtful and unkind. What we do is not who we are. We can do something and then learn from it. It doesn't have, because who we are can always be changing. And what we do is just one moment in time where we express ourselves in a certain way and our soul is infinite and we always have a chance to express it differently. So in the same regard, just because someone doesn't like what you do doesn't mean they don't like who you are. And I got that in my head, as I said, as a child, because I felt that my parents focused way more on the things that they didn't like that I did rather than celebrating or acknowledging or commenting on or reinforcing the things that they did like about me. And it led me to believe that there wasn't really much good about me because I felt like I was the only one that would try to see my positive traits and celebrate them and that they were just always seeming to harp on the things that they didn't like. And I'm not trying to blame my parents I'm not. They absolutely supported me in many, many ways, but it's just what I experienced. And we can't change how we interpreted events as a child and growing up. And I share this because I know I'm not the only one because as a child, it's not like we're going through life deciding how we're going to respond to things and how we're going to internalize them. It just kind of happens. And when you have that experience, like I did, of believing that people don't like you, because they didn't like something that you did, it can leave you to believe that if you ever do anything out of alignment with what is good, with what is kind, which what is the best thing to do at that time, that people are just going to 
reject you. They're not going to accept you. They're going to want nothing to do with you. And it's just not true, right? I mean, I'm not saying that if you meet someone casually and they have an encounter with you and they just find you, you know, not very pleasant, they might be like, no thanks. But if you have a best friend and you're having an off day, that's what makes people amazing friends is they'll say, hey, you're kind of having an off day. You're being a little bit bratty, a little bitchy. Why not? I think looks like you need some space or like, should we just go Go to, the, go to a movie, go, you know, get some dinner. What, what can we do that will help? It doesn't mean that they're going to say, oh, God, you're awful. Bye. And if they do, it means that they weren't a very good friend in the first place. So I'm offering this because I was having one of those things that play out in my mind. And I, I was thinking about a family member of mine who had been going through a really tough time and they'd been acting out and they'd been really difficult. And I remember like their parents talking to my parents and being like, yeah, you know, she's just struggling at this moment and it's, you know, it's been a little bit tough, but we're, you know, trying to support her. And I, my initial thought was, oh, wow, like they're not rejecting her. They're not cutting her off. They're not saying that she's terrible. They're actually, it's okay that she's going through this. And it's okay that any of us go through whatever we go through. It's okay if we go through a period where we push everybody away and become totally recluse and shut down from the world. It happens. It happens because we lose the capacity to feel like we can function and keep up our responsibilities and duties as an adult. It's tough at times. We always have the chance to come back. And the people that love us unconditionally will say, hey, I'm glad you're feeling better. They're not going to say, you didn't call me for two months, so don't ever talk to me again. I don't want to hear about what was going on with you. Again, if they do, it's not a very good friend. So it just felt like a revelation. I hope that I'm articulating it Clearly, but what I'm basically trying to say is that for those out there who also maybe had that messaging as a child, anything that you go through is okay. And any sort of perceived shortcoming that you have is also okay because we all have them. As I've spoken to before, I have a lot of shame around being told that I was really selfish and self-focused and very hysterical growing up. That, those are things that I was told. And so now if I exhibit any of those behaviors, my immediate thought is, oh, that person doesn't like me. Oh, that person wants nothing to do with me. And it's really, I'm having to reprogram these, this messaging. I'm really having to redirect these th- thoughts and reprogram my brain from growing, going to that space because I'm realizing it's costing me the things that I want in life. And I think I shared that on my f- episode on Friday, which is I kept seeing 666. And then <laughs> wouldn't you know, on Friday, I woke up. And I had this reading, I saw this reading online and the card that she pulled was 666 and it said, your negative focus is keeping you from your life goals. And so I'm having that revelation, which is these type of thought paths are putting me down over and over again. And I'm not going to be able to get to my goals and believe in myself and be the person that I aspire to be if this is what I keep telling myself and believing about myself. So I'm having to do this. So I want to invite you all, if you want to, to also make a practice of this, make a practice of recognizing every single day, every single action, whatever you do is okay because you're always learning and you're always growing. And the people that love you are not going to discard you just because they don't appreciate how you show up in a moment, in a day, in a period of your life. And Your past is okay. You can make peace with your past. You can realize that it didn't make you a bad person 
or it didn't make you unlovable or not a value, no matter what you've done or what you went through, that people who love you will still love you. And they're not even going to think that differently of you. I spoke in another episode about how we so often think that people are thinking about us a lot and that they're considering us. And my friend point, made this out, point this out the other day. It's actually a fellow Virgo friend. And he was saying, Whitney, just consider how much you think people think about you and then divide it by like 100,000. And that's how much they're thinking about you. They're not thinking about you at all. <laughs> they, we think that people are always judging us and just like, oh man, you know who I really don't like is that Whitney. And I'm sure people have said that, but probably most of them are not spending their time thinking about me. And probably people that you might worry about are not spending their time thinking about you. And it's not because you're not awesome. It's because we're all thinking about ourselves. We're all in our own journey. We're all in our own brains, in our own consciousness. And when we can get over that, it's the biggest hurdle we can ever get over. When we can stop thinking that what we do defines who we are in a negative sense, right, then we can reach our goals. We can get over ourselves and we can move into the flow of our soul's path because our soul doesn't judge. Our soul isn't looking at every action and word and incident of our life and saying, okay, well, this went well and this didn't. It releases any judgment. It has no judgment around these situations. But we tell ourselves this. We tell ourselves that people perceive me this way and I know it and there's nothing I can do about it. So I just wanted to offer this. I might just be up in my own head <laughs> about it. It's that Virgo moon, right? That's why I wanted to bring it up is because it just heightens my tendencies to get caught up in you know, rumination and in the stories and the loops. And as I shared again on Friday, it was kind of a crazy week that just brought up a lot of stuff and just helped me recognize as well as this Virgo moon about the things that I really would like to declutter from my life and the things that I want to focus in and the things I want to make time for. Virgos are very good about efficiency. That's a fabulous trait that we have. And if you look at your life and you say, wow, I spend four hours a day critiquing myself and looking and dwelling on the past and what might go wrong, not effective, not efficient, get it out of there. That's Virgo. That's at her when she's in her element. She's saying, get, it, get that out of there. Not helping you, not effective here, not an efficient way to go about life. When you love yourself, when you look at your assets, when you look at your attributes, if you feel you make a misstep and you just look at it for a quick second and say, okay, wasn't so happy about that one, I have another opportunity right in front of me to make a different choice, another step. Just keep looking forward. I gave that message at the beginning of the year with my New Year's episode, and it still holds true, y'all. We're really holding to these New Year resolutions. I'm not letting it go. And I keep that message on my computer Every single day, I look at that page and read that description about stop looking in the rearview mirror and you need to just look forward, just look at what you want, focus on what you want, not on what you don't want to happen. Focus on what you do want to happen. That's the only way for it to happen. And that is really the theme of this year, I think, for a lot of us. And we can't focus on what we want to happen if there's a part of us in our brain that's saying, yeah, but people always think this way about me and people can't accept how I used to be. All you're really saying is, I can't. I can't accept it. Because once we accept ourselves, we release anybody who doesn't accept us or who can't forgive us. And some people can't forgive us. And we can say, okay, then I make peace with that. But I have to move on because I can't keep people in my life who don't want to forgive me, who don't want to let things go, because that's just going to hold us both back. 
So just something to consider because as we step into our power, as we step further onto our spiritual path, there truly are some things that cannot stick with us. And that is one of them, is sticking with the old stories that we tell ourselves about ourselves and believing that we cannot be wholly and completely forgiven and accepted unconditionally by ourselves, but also by God's source, by the universe. We are a child of the universe and we are so fully, completely loved all the time that we never have to doubt it. Can you imagine if we went through life just never doubting it? And this, this reminds me of another point I wanted to share with you all on this episode. I had a beautiful little full moon tarot and oracle card pulling session with a dear friend of mine yesterday. And she shared with me, she said, Whitney, I had this really powerful reading last week. This woman did a reading and she told me, she said, you know, this is your last lifetime on earth. This is it. You, any karma that you're holding, any energy in your body that was trying to be worked out, it's been worked out. And once you leave this time, you're not coming back here. And the woman asked her, she said, so knowing that, knowing that this is your last run, what will you do with it? What do you want to do with the rest of your time here? How will you experience life on earth? How will you live it? How will you enjoy it? And she told me, she said, it just really got me thinking about what do I want to do? If this is the last time that I get to experience all the unique sensations of earth and being a human on earth what will I want to do? And she said, I know what I don't want to do. And it's being stuck to a screen. It's working on spreadsheets every day. I don't want to do any of that. And so we just got into this conversation about how can more of us start stepping into this place of celebrating this, this experience, this unique experience and letting go of the dwelling. What would you do if you, if someone told you, if you found out this is it after you leave this time, you're on to new adventures. So better live it up in your earth time. What, what do you love about earth? What do you love about being here? We f- spend so much time thinking about what we don't like, right? And look around the world. All people are talking about all the time. There's war. There's poverty. There's financial crisis, health crisis. There's depression crisis, mental health crisis. So many crises. So all we're doing most of the time is focusing on what we don't like. Yet what if this was your last time and you can't fix it all? In this one lifetime, you can't make all that go away. So what are you going to do? How will you celebrate it? How will you try to share your light rather than just combining to focus on the darkness? And by darkness, I just mean the, the part of us that looks at the things that we feel should not be here, the things that we feel are harmful, and they are hurtful to people. Yet you, the quote from Martin Luther King is, Dark cannot cast out dark. Only light can do that or, or something to that effect, he said. So just thinking of that, I mean, it's a powerful thought, you know, to think about what would I do? You know, it's sort of like the, the Christmas Carol effect and Scrooge and those movies that, you know, somebody thinks that they're going to die and they realize, oh, I'm, ba- I'm actually still here. I still get to breathe and have life. And they have this new high and this new interest in life because they thought it was gone. And it can kind of help us to enjoy it more. So that's just one thought. And another thought I wanted to share is kind of going back to being okay with who we are. And because another theme of this this episode is, is really just about knowing that everything is okay. Because I know I've talked about it 
in other episodes, but I spend so much of my life just having this sort of vague, frenetic energy around me that's like, oh gosh, oh, what's okay? There's this is there's certain things they're not good. It's very uncomfortable, and I I don't care for it. And it's my goal in life to have more of those times of peace and serenity that I feel from time to time, where I just realize everything is okay exactly as it is. But other times I get in that energy where it just feels pressure around me, just like palpable, this, oh my gosh, everything's not okay. Realizing that everything is okay. Your past is okay. Who you are today is okay. Whatever happens in your future, what anyone might think or not think about you, it's everything is okay. And if you choose that, if you have that perspective, nobody else can change it. And then you find peace. And so I was thinking about recording this episode and what I was going to say, and I was watching this, this reading, and wouldn't you know, this card popped up. It's this beautiful card with this woman with this golden crown, and the sun is shining down on her. And the card says, no problem. Underneath it states, you're not meant to struggle and fight your way through. Drop the concerns of your ego and watch imaginary walls crumble away. You've already won. And to me, it's sort of confirming that when we feel like we, we're not okay, do you know who that is? Do you know whose voice that is? That's the ego. It's not you. It's not your soul. It's your ego whose job is to be on full red alert all the time, to be scanning the horizon and, and has to try and make sense. It's your ego and your brain combined together, that powerhouse of an agonizing team that's like, okay, we need to identify problems, find dangers, find this. And when we're too tapped into that, everything feels like a threat. Everything feels like we need to be on high alert and in defense mode. When we can release that and say, no, I know that everything's okay. I know that there's not a problem here. I know that I have the capability to be more connect with my heart and my knowingness, my intuition, rather than be immersed in the concerns of the ego. And then just as this card says, those imaginary walls, they crumble away. That frenetic energy I spoke to that makes me feel uncomfortable and like there's this monkey on my back telling me I have to worry about something, it just goes away. And then it says, you've already won. That state is always there. That pure peace is always there. As I've spoken to, it's that center part within you. It's your heart center. It's always there. It's just waiting for us to move fully into it, to be within it, and to release that voice of the ego and the mind. All right, everybody. I hope that was helpful. Just a nice little message that is meant for those of you who maybe got a little wallop from the Virgo full moon. It was the smallest full moon of the year, so maybe it wasn't too powerful. It wasn't like one of the super moons, but I don't know. I feel like I'm hearing from people that it it kind of packed a punch, and that's okay. That's what Virgo can do. They'll be blunt. They'll be direct. They'll have a, you know, a keen eye for what needs to go, and so maybe what came up for you this weekend was, all right, this this is it. I This actually really has to go this time. No more... No more messing around with this. It's got to go. And in a good way, right? And Virgo can also help you say, and you know what is going to be happening? This, that, and the other thing. I want more of this. I'm going to actually dedicate myself to this. You know, we're about to move. We're in Pisces season now. We will be moving into Aries season next month. And Aries is technically really, truly this the new year because it's the, um, it's the new year in the Zodiac, 
which to me is more aligned because it's, it's basically starting a new year with spring, which feels so much more like a new year beginning than winter. But hey, I've already told you guys that I, I do align with, you know, January 1st for for making resolutions, but I kind of feel like, yeah, make your resolutions and then have a few months to, to get them right and get them into play and then really punch it in when it comes to airy season and the start of a new Zodiac New Year. Okay, so in the spirit of releasing sort of more the ego stuff and the worldly stuff, I wanted to pull a card from my Starseed Oracle deck because it takes us out of our earthy Virgo energy, focusing on earthly matters, and takes us, reminds us back in the sky, kind of like how even though it's a Virgo full moon, it's because it's a Virgo full moon because it's the opposite of the current sun sign, which is Pisces. So then Pisces and Virgo are kind of coexisting, which as I've shared is what's happening within me because I have my rising sign is Pisces. But it helps us to remember like as above, so below. Yeah, like be practical, watch where you're going, be mindful of where where you're walking because it's going to take you somewhere and is that where you want to go? That's sort of what the Virgo full moon helps with. But you also want to remember that there's you can also always be in the space of potential and visionary and intuition and cosmic gifts. And remember that this is just one tiny little piece of a gigantic experience of the soul that you'll soon be moving on from. So we want to enjoy this moment. But let's see what card wants to come out for today's reading. Oh my gosh, we got the seven star sisters birthing creations tapestry of life expression so the seven sisters you all probably know is a constellation in the sky look it up because you'll want to go out in the underneath the stars soon and find it because it's a little pleiadian constellation and it's like this packed together little star cluster and i don't know if i've shared this but i have a birthmark that literally looks exactly like the pleiadians and or the pleiades the little pleiades galaxy and um, I have a few birthmarks that are like seven st- seven little dots, you know, seven um, freckles or whatever they are. So pretty sure it's telling me that I'm a Pleiadian and that I'm one of the seven sisters and maybe one of you are as well. <laughs> Anyways, so this is a beautiful card and it's telling us that our focus at this time can be on birthing new creations celebrating the tapestry of life, right? As I was talking about how everything weaves together and allowing for all things, knowing that it's okay. Any parts of our story or history that we might feel that, oof, that ego, oof, fear of, oh no, I'm going to be rejected for this. I'm not going to be loved because of this. Nope. It's a part of the beautiful tapestry of life. And expression is also stated on this card. And it's saying, your expression is beautiful. Your full expression, every single part of it, nothing to hide, That's what the seven sisters are doing up there in the sky. They're dancing. (laughs) They're dancing and they're celebrating and letting their true essence just shine as bright as possible because guess what? That essence is shining down on us and allows us to see it from earth and feel that beautiful sense in our soul of, wow, it's such a magnificent universe. I'm going to read the description for this card. The seven star sisters, birthing creations, tapestry of life, expression. There are new creations that want to be born, beauty that's yearning to be woven, new consciousness that's longing to be breathed into life. 
If you draw this card, you're being called to surrender to these creations, to usher in a new era of consciousness and do your bit in weaving the web of life. This is the card of the artist and the midwife. You're being called to ponder questions. What wants to be birthed through you? What new creations are whispering in your ear? What beauty are you being called to make? Creativity and intuition come from the same sacred place. They occur when we find ourselves flowing with the rest of life. Earth is renowned as a planet of manifestation and creativity, and yet so many of us have forgotten how to create. Somewhere along the way, we stop seeing ourselves as artists, as creatives, as poets. Yet to be human is to be creative. Creativity is part of your true nature. Perhaps you're being called to surrender to a creative project, such as a new business or a book. Or perhaps you're being called to weave beauty in your home or in the way you cook. Regardless of the end result, you're being called to express yourself through your creativity, to surrender to the creative projects that both scare and excite you, to find a way to weave beauty back into everyday life. For where there's creativity, spirit and soul are present, and the world needs these, needs these qualities more now than ever before. The Starseed Soul Inquiry is, what new creations are you being called to birth? Beautiful, beautiful. I love it. And I feel like this Virgo new moon is helping to cut out any of the the unnecessary pieces and material that aren't helping us to move into the space of birthing and bringing in these new creations and saying, you know, I don't think that this part of my life is really a part of my bigger creation. And I love it and I've been really invested in it, but I think that this thing can go. That's what Virgo full moon helps you with. So maybe take some time. This episode's airing on Monday, the 26th. There's still a bit of that full moon juice. So if you have some of that, think about, you know, before I spend two hours on what I often spend time on during the week, I'm going to rethink it. Do I want to change my schedule? Do I want to reinvest my time in different things? It's a good time to think about that. And I love that this card is really echoing what I speak a lot to recently is that we're ushering in the new era of consciousness and we're all doing our bit and weaving the web of life and that more than ever... It's a time for us to step forward, encourage boldness and bravery to say, I'm going to do this and I don't care what people think and I don't care if it seems weird, I'm going to do it because it's a time for that and you're meant for that. And the seven sisters up in the stars are encouraging it. All right. I hope this was helpful. Have a beautiful day. Take care. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.